This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by the American Raptors. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, I hope that you're all feeling a little bit better today than you did last night. Um, we are talking about Buffs basketball. If you're a little bit traumatized from last night, ah, wait wait until uh, Saturday um, to, to listen to this one. Maybe you feel a little bit better. Just, I mean, you'll be fine. Um, so, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to say too much. I do want to just touch on a couple of different things that that the buffs could clean up to give themselves a chance against Arizona again just hearing those words come out of my mouth sounds insane after what we heard uh or saw yesterday um let's talk about that a little bit also I uh I was up in Boulder today had a chance to catch up with Evan had a chance to catch up with Eli and uh, I've got some interviews for you guys, so you guys can listen to what Evan has to say, what uh, Eli has to say uh, ahead of senior night, which is tomorrow, which is, again, just kind of crazy. One more time for Evan Batty to play basketball in Boulder. How crazy is that? Um, I hate it. I'll tell you that. I hate it. Um, but he seems to be doing well. I'll let you guys hear that for yourself. I think... It was actually me and uh, the, the reporter from the Tucson Star who came up to cover these two basketball games that the Arizona schools ha- have here. Um, so, so you'll hear a couple questions from him and, and some stuff from me. I think that one's like seven, eight minutes. Um, Eli, obviously, not not quite as busy as Evan at this point just because, I mean, he's... He's uh, on his scooter, and he uh, I think he said he has about six weeks left in his recovery, which is exciting to hear, but um, yeah, obviously not not making a heroic return to, to play in this game tomorrow night, uh, but I talked to him about what this process has been like, what he's seen from the bench, and uh, I think that, one, that one's a longer, 10, 11 minutes, um, but it was good to catch up with him because I hadn't talked with him since before the injury and all that stuff, just because I mean, there's not... It's not that there's nothing to talk about. It's that, you know, that's not really the story when you're on the sideline. And that's just a tough world for him to live in. Uh, 
yeah, so there's kind of the plan for today. Um, I'm not going to say too much. The other the other things going on, it's 5.30. I've got to leave for a hockey game at 6.30, which means there's no real time crunch here. Um, but I'm going to be talking fast just because I'm stressed because that's what happens with time. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's the plan for all of this stuff. And uh, let's just start by talking about the basketball game. So yesterday we, we had a po- podcast kind of recapping it. Um, things didn't go well against Arizona State. In fact, they couldn't have honestly gone all that much worse. So where does that leave us? Um, I can tell you, and obviously like we get to go watch practice. We don't get to report on practice. I will say that I mean, Tad was about as fiery as you'd expect today. Um, and that was true when he talked to us. It was true during practice. And are, are we really surprised after the effort last night and after what Tad had to say last night? Of course not. Um, he, he wants to let fire under him. He wants to do all those sorts of things. And in talking with Evan, one of the things he brought up is that they just kind of tucked the tail between the legs and, and ran away. And that's one of the things Tad said, too. Was just there's, He actually said this part last night. He said basically that he's been telling these guys for weeks that you know that they're they're still missing some pieces. You're still they're still not getting the rebounds right. They're still not putting out full effort when they're guarding the ball. Those sorts of things. Um, and he says he's been saying you know one of these nights the the shot is not going to be falling for us as a team. And when that happens, you guys better turn that on because we're not getting everything we need right now. Um, and obviously last night was the night the shot didn't fall and things didn't get better and they turned, they turtled, they full, fully turtled. Um, Tad also apparently was talking to those guys about like everything that's going on in the world. Um, like the Ukraine stuff and just saying like perspective, it's important to have perspective. Um, and remember that any of these problems that feel so huge right now, it's easy to make them feel small by just thinking about what's happening on the other side of the world or um, those sorts of things. So, again, I'm not, it wasn't just a total, like, Tad is bashing the team day, um, but it's I mean, that blend, right, where it's like, okay, you guys hopefully hit rock bottom there, time to climb out of this, and we'll see what happened. We're, yeah, we'll see if they can pull it together. Uh, I obviously Arizona is a challenging team to play. They have a bunch of NBA talent. Uh, they they don't lose games very often, and for the most part, when Arizona loses basketball games, they're losing to pretty good teams. Uh, um, what well, I think they're let's see, twenty five and two this season. Good for a number two ranking overall. They. Uh, they lost to Tennessee and they lost to UCLA. Um, so what at that point, UCLA ranked 12th, uh, Tennessee when they lost by four on the road, uh, Tennessee was 17. So that's, uh, that's what you're looking at here. Um, Colorado or Arizona is a really good basketball team. And, they do basically everything well. You know, you think back to last night where, honestly, like in the simplest terms, what happened was Colorado's offense wasn't very good, and in part because Arizona State is like a really good defensive team that wants to just 
create these grinded out sort of games. And when the Buffs couldn't score, they didn't respond by saying, okay, let's get into our sets. Let's execute. It was a, a lot of hero ball and a lot of just one-on-one or I'm going to go solve all of our problems or whatever. And so the offensive side never got solved. But there was also uh, some some struggles that came on the defensive end because they were struggling so much on the offensive end. And Tristan De Silva mentioned last night that you know they, they weren't getting stops and so they couldn't get out and run in transition either so that so there were no easy baskets on top of the fact that they couldn't manufacture back buckets on their own um yeah when you look at this arizona team similar to arizona state in that that defense is really going to put the clamps on you i mean you just look through um i mean 69 points to Oregon State, 77 to Utah, 68 to Washington, 60 to Washington State, um, 81 to Oregon, and that one obviously stands out. That was a that was a close game a couple days ago, but uh, again, I mean the trend here is that they're going to play good defense, and on top of that, they're they're going to make their shots because they have you know Benedict Matherin and uh, who's who's the guy who just put up that triple double. Um, I think it's initials or BB. Oh, there he is. Uh, it's actually Kerr Krisa, who uh, that's a KK, not a BB, but same thing, same thing. Um, but like they just have a, a bunch of players who fit well together. And obviously, I mean, that's that's what it takes to be sitting here as the number two team in the country at this point in the season. Um, in terms of just names to know, I mentioned a couple of them. Uh, Kerr Krisa coming off the, the uh, triple-double he's uh he's putting up where where did this go there it is um 10.4 points per game uh only three rebounds i would have thought it was more than that from him but obviously as a guard there's uh more assists going on um but so uh yeah so kirk creesa you got benedict matherin who's one of those guys who could potentially be like a top 10 pick in the next draft. Um, he's scoring well, 17 points a game, shooting uh, close, I guess 38% from three. Um, just a really solid guard. Tubalese been there. Uh, Dalen Terry's been there. They have, they have a lot of good players is kind of the answer here. And they play really well together. And, unless Colorado is going to play together, Colorado is not going to have a lot of fun in this game. Um, and I don't want to say that they, they don't have a chance or anything like that. I do think they have a chance. And I think that there are a few things really working in their favor. Probably the, the biggest one is that it's senior day, right? You have all the emotions that come along with that. And that's exciting for sure. Um, what do the fans do? How does Evan react? All that sort of stuff. Like there, there's just potential, more potential for magic on a senior night than there would be in other situations. And that magic is a, a pretty important piece of, of an upset of the number two team in the country. Um, from the Colorado side, I mean, the guards need to play better defense. The guards need to play much better defense for them to have a chance. Um, I think this is a game where not having lost and hurts. I think that this is one where you'd like to be able to, I mean, even if it's just for five, 10 minutes, just throw a big guy down there and 
change up the looks a little bit. But he's not there, and I mean, you you, you can't afford foul trouble. That's been the case since since he went down. But we saw it with Lawson, or sorry, with Jabari last night. He gets three quick ones, and all of a sudden he's out of the game, and Arizona State goes on a run that the Buffs never come back from. So that's the kind of thing that can't happen in a game like this. You need everybody. Um, Arizona favored by ten and a half. I uh, I don't have a strong. Oh, you know what? With senior night going on, I'll say. Uh, no, I I can't do it. I can't I can't say I'm taking the buffs here. Uh, I think I think by the time the game comes around, I'll be feeling better about it. But as of right now, no, that I'm just staying away from this. Um. Yeah, I mean, you guys know as much as I do. You saw the same game. You saw how ugly it was. And here's a uh, here's what I can provide is an interview with Evan Batty, interview with uh uh sorry Elijah Parquet, and I know that. So so basically, what happened was there was like a film session, and there was like a film session for all players, but then the practice players and like the the scout team, those guys. They just stayed and, and got some shots up instead of going to the film session. Uh, and obviously, Elijah, since he's not playing, he doesn't have to go to the film session. So he stayed and hung out with me and we talked for a bit. Um, and that interview's in here. But I say all this to say there were some shots going up in the background. The audio quality is not it's not tip-top. I'll say that. Um, but Evans was a lot better. So uh, first of all, here's, here's what Eli had to say about what should be a strange senior day, right? Since he doesn't get to play. Um, so, I mean, obviously tomorrow's senior night. You don't get to play. I mean, yeah. what's what's that like, just knowing you have to sit on the bench? Uh, it's kind of bittersweet because, like, been here four years. It came pretty quick, actually. I uh, wasn't expecting it to come so soon. But uh, it's here, but trying to take it all in. Wasn't, didn't plan this, like, wasn't a goal for this year, obviously, but just um, taking everything in, being there for the team. Yeah. Yeah. When did you realize that it was probably time just to shut it down and just stop trying to play through it? Um, after the Washington game, when I was okay. out two games, and I was kind of limping on it throughout the, the game, and it kind of swelled up uh, that night and woke up. I, I couldn't, I couldn't practice that next day. And then the next day, I, after that, I tried to practice. I was kind of limping through practice, and I was kind of new, like. I had to shut it down. Yeah. yeah. And then you just, like, talked to Tad about that? Or? Yeah. I had to, I tried to warm up in, uh, for the game, and I was like, I, could, I can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of the hardest thing, honestly, because I, I really, I usually play through stuff, but I feel, it's my foot. It's kind of different, so I had to just shut it down. You know, it's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster since you left. There's a losing streak, then you yeah. go on the five-game winning streak. I mean, all of that happening, I mean, what's it like just being on the sideline? First of all, like when you when you see all the success that they were having, the five game winning streak, the road trip, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of a being on the sideline. I have like a different perspective. On that. I have a coach perspective. I can just see more than I would on the court. So just trying to help them out as much as I can, telling them things I see. So that's all I can do from that standpoint. Obviously, last night goes differently, but yeah. I have to imagine that's even more challenging, right? To to see things not going well and not having the chance to go help. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the main thing is like seeing like why, like why does it happen? Why is it happening? What can yeah. I tell them to do and to like, change it for the next game? Make sure it doesn't happen again. So that's where I, I 
like I said, the perspective comes in a lot of different perspectives. Yeah, I, last time we talked, you talked about the just like having having a bit of a back and forth with a bunch of these cards and, and knowing what they're good at and yeah. and how you can beat them. How how easy is that to communicate, especially when when you you're playing with a bunch of younger teammates, like to, to be able to explain like here's what he's going to try to do, right. here's how I've been able to, to yeah. work with that. Um, before that, uh, I think Oregon State game. I got some film from like last year, the previous years. I was starting to, uh, some guys and just tell them like this is how like I got through this screen, how I guarded them. I knew what they were gonna do, so I kind of give them those type of tips. Where where are you at school wise? Are you gonna graduate? Did you already graduate? I graduated in uh, May. This oh okay. Year. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what are you working on now? I'm just doing the, the regular major now. Oh yeah. okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm most likely using over here for next year oh. somewhere. So. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Uh, have you have you talked with like I mean Deshaun and Jariah, a bunch of those guys who did use that COVID year? I haven't talked to them about it yet, but okay. I, I will see how they uh how they went along with it because yeah. it did seem like it worked out for yeah, all of them for sure yeah, yeah. it's going to be kind of weird though going yeah, through that sure. process at this point yeah because i never really like experienced anything like that before because i've been here for four years yeah all my years i didn't really take a dip in the transfer waters or that port of water so we'll see yeah where, where what was like your second choice out of high school um out of high school virginia take Okay. Yeah. And okay. Then he uh, went to uh, A&M, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was my second choice. I was supposed to go to visit there after here, but I committed here for my visit. Why? It's just bolder in the atmosphere and felt like a good place to be and to grow as a like off the court and on. Yeah. You happy? Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. I have no complaints over this here. So. Yeah, it's got to be tough. I mean, what, what's what's the longest injury that you've had? Like um, even going back to like high school. Or... Probably when I was young, fifth grade, I huh. broke my leg. The same leg, I had surgery like right here. I was on a year, okay. more. But I was on full, like a cast, like way up here. Oh, yeah. for the whole year? Yeah. And then I went off off of that to a boot couple more months. That's terrible. It was a long day. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get my full, like, mobility back in my leg. Either. Really? What, yeah. how, what happened to it? Somebody had, it? like, I was at, like, the uh, skate ring. Oh. And somebody okay. fell, like, right here. He was doing, like, a cops and robbers game. Somebody fell on the back of my leg. And you couldn't see it, like, like, like with your eyes, but, like, the x-ray is, like, completely separated from my uh, foot. Huh. Yeah, it was pretty bad when I was trying to like, play through and stuff. Not play through, but I was trying to... I didn't go to the hospital for like a week. That was like The doctor said I could have easily like grown back, like deformed or something the leg. If I didn't go. That's crazy to think about, yeah. especially at this point when you've been able to play college basketball for so long. Yeah, it's crazy when I think, go back and think about it because I played through a broken rib before. I didn't know it was, my rib was broke. Okay. Freshman year high school, I tour, uh, I think my rotator cuff, senior year, I mean junior year. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um, I was able to play through that, but um, then I eventually got a surgery. And then 
this happened. I don't, I don't, I think my knee pushed me up. Okay. Here, but it wasn't serious as this, but I said on a couple games of the season. What do you, what do you think you're going to remember most about your time at CU? This group is not even a group I came in with, so just the, the relationships I built with them and how we've grown together. So, really cherish the mo those moments for sure. It's kind of weird having this much turnover for your last season, right? Yeah. Like not having Ken and Deshaun. And, and I guess you kind of have a first-hand look because you haven't been able to play all that much. But but what differences do you see in this team versus like last year's team at this point in the season? Um, just uh, maturity part, like on the court. Uh, last year we dealt with uh, adversity a lot, like real good. Uh, we all we gel together a lot on the court too. But we we've been together for like three years. I've been here, so yeah. we just, everything came like second nature. Yeah. So we just knew the, the game plan all the time. But here, uh, like this year, you can see it's like spurts of it, but it just wasn't consistent with it. Huh. How do you fix that? Uh, that's a big what if yeah. or why. Uh, just trying to get better in practice and still it in their brains like we got to do this, like lock in on defense. Like that's yeah. more important than the offensive part of the game. So, it's got to be so hard for those guys coming in at this point and just not having, mm -hmm. like there's, there's you and, and Evan and yeah. that's it. And you like can't even play all that that's much like, at this point. Uh, come out of high school, you all you know is scoring. Yeah. It's a big change for them, so they don't really know until they actually get in there. Throw them into the fire, so. And like this year we have, so they got to see firsthand. So now next year they'll know like, for sure like what they can do to make things better so this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Still though, like for, for it being your last year, even if you're not out there, it's, I mean, it'd be a lot easier if it was a team that was gelling and then was winning a bunch of games. Is that something that has been a challenge to cope with at all? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Especially my last year, then I got hurt. I had to have surgery, but uh, when I was playing, it was me and Ed was out there trying to do some practice, trying to coach him up a little bit, tell him how to do things. It was a bit frustrating at times, but yeah, at the same time, they're a young group, so I expected it at yeah. the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, there's there's a bunch of guys who are on the sideline and like most of them have been like all season and Lawson for about as long as you have. Like have, have you been able to spend more time with, with some of those guys like Quincy, like Javon who who also can't get in? Yeah, we're uh, like on the sideline to practice in the game stuff, just talking about it and they see stuff too, like so I'm just huh. hoping they see like next year when they start playing a lot. So they're doing on the court so they don't make the same mistakes. Is it a challenge for some of those younger guys staying focused when it's like every single day you're in the gym just watching other people play? I mean, I couldn't speak, speak on it personally, but I really asked them about it. Huh. I, I, I assume so because yeah. just me, like, I'm like, I, I hate being on the sideline, especially being hurt, you can't even do nothing about it. Hmm. So that's like a big, uh, that's a big uh, thing to work with. But I think they'll, they'll be strong enough to get through it, for sure. Yeah. They've been looking good so far, so. Yeah. Yeah. Even you've seen, like, Lawson jump here. Like, there's, there's just so many of these young guys who it just seems... The close. Yeah. You know, like, they're close. Stand up straight. Be 
big, be long. Yep. Like with, with all those guys, it's just like a couple little things where you can yeah. just see it clicking at any point. Yeah. And then it's just the mindset shift. Once they shift the mindset to buy into what those boys like teaching them, they'll be good. Like special group for sure. Yeah, and I feel like that's that goes back to just like not being able to have six seniors mm -hmm. who know exactly what they're doing and know what everything's supposed to look like and know how hard you work and know what to pay attention to and all that stuff. Right. Like I just right. it's just a challenge. People don't really understand like how that is important for a team too. Unless <laughs> so they get to that moment. All right. Hopefully you were able to to hear most of that. It's a again, the the basketball gyms not the ideal place for audio recording. Um if any of you were like journalism students or something keep that note in mind uh, i i was i think i think i was able to make all of it listenable understandable um i'm gonna go back and double check before i publish this again but that let's not get into weird timelines here for the listener but uh yeah i think uh some interesting stuff in there right he's gonna use that covid year uh he's gonna go through the recruiting process again which is kind of crazy for somebody in at four years in so he's got to be like 22 23 but that's that's the way it works with covid um again we've seen how it worked out for deshaun and all those guys there's no doubt in my mind that eli is going to find somewhere good to play he's going to find a, a good home and he has some accolades to back that up right i think just about anybody will look at him and say three and d we like three and d and even even if he, he winds up being like a sixth man somewhere first of all i mean He's going to have opportunities to be a starter, absolutely. But I wouldn't be surprised if he lands somewhere pretty cool and has an opportunity to kind of be that sixth man off the bench, stop the other guard for 15 minutes a game and knock down a couple jump shots while you're out there. Um, we'll see, though. We'll see there. And that's uh, that's just kind of the next step in his process. Uh, like I said, this interview with Evan, it wasn't just me. It was also... Uh, I'm blanking on his name. That's terrible. But uh, from from the Tucson Star up here covering the games this weekend, um, I see maybe he is only here for Arizona. I thought that he was at the ASU game. I'm not sure. Point is, uh, he had a couple questions in there too. But here's everything that Evan had to say after uh, for the last practice before Senior Day. I'm from the Tucson paper, just want to check in with you about playing Arizona again. All that. First of all, just how last night, uh, you know, Coach said, just didn't think like the whole team was really that into it. I mean, I don't know. You, you, uh, seemed, you were on a roll there. It just seemed like did that surprised you all? I don't know. You know, um, I think when the shots weren't going in, we kind of put our head down and felt sorry for ourselves and kind of stopped playing a little bit. And, you know, obviously, as a young player, offense excites you. Um, everybody's offense excites you. You know, when you score, you get happy. Yeah. But um, when you don't score uh, and the shot doesn't go in, you know, you still have to play the game. Yeah. You still have to play on the other side of the ball. So right. that's probably the reason I would chuck it up to. When you see that, is it easy to put yourself in their shoes and remember what it was like when you were like a young player in those situations? Not, not even a young player. I mean, like young players as well. But even me, like you know, it, it's. Um, it's infectious that you know that energy when you missing shots is like the head stops going down and you know kind of get to a you know droop your level and you know you just don't have the energy it's infectious to the whole team and uh, from the bench as well I mean, you can see it on the bench so um i mean as a young player though it's, it's important to realize that 
the, the game is more than scoring. It's more than putting the ball in the basket. You know, it's passing, it's rebounding, it's dribbling, it's all of it. You know, combined. And um, it's multiple passes to the game. Why do you think there's sometimes this season where you guys have been down in the second half and you've put together just like these crazy runs and got back into games, but then also there's been a couple times where it just doesn't happen? Um, you know, I, I would chalk it up to youth, but it's not about I, 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 it's not about youth. I think you know, people need to stop excusing the, this team with youth. You know, um, it's, it's about the players we have. It's about uh, our commitment to each other. And um, sometimes we're just not there yet. You know, we're not there at that level yet. We're um, we're not everyday everyday guys. You know, sometimes we want to play. Sometimes we don't. That's really reflective in our record and in in the score last night. How is this sit with you? I mean, you know, you're a senior. You guys were kind of maybe pushing for a tournament run there, and then right. then that happens. And you know, how? how yeah, yeah, what's going on? I, I take it each day by day. Um, yeah, it's always a better day. Um, it's always a new day. So. Um, I live my life, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time, and um, God, even like that, and approach it like that. You know, it's, I'm, I'm not really thinking about the future like, that much. Uh, I'm not really thinking about the past that much. I'm living in the present and uh, being here, being my teammates, because that's that's what matters to me the most. So, how do you prepare yourself mentally just for it being your last game? And, and it's being a game against Arizona, a game where you need to play your best, need to be locked in and all that sort of stuff, because there's going to be some weird emotions. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always emotional, uh, honestly, you're not, uh, just because you, 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 think, you, think, you think it's the last game of the year, but it's not. <laughs> like, it's really not, and you still can support it every, other times. But um, it's always emotional from the fans' perspective, <laughs> um, being their last last game with whatever singers they have and obviously we didn't have a senior last year that fans would come to so um it's a little a little, little mixed feelings yeah but um it's a basketball game first yeah first and foremost and you know, we're trying to win just as much as they're trying to win so i mean we're ready to tail the nails off the floor yeah. so that eli hasn't been able to play the last couple months yeah yeah that, put, that's put good. that in perspective yeah you know uh, he he hasn't even been able to play last month of his senior year so i feel sorry for that guy um i miss him on the court really were you did you give any thoughts of coming back again or did you i mean because you could have with the kobe here right yeah i could have um yeah. you know, me and coach talked about it you know i i i just get the feeling that it's these guys turn <laughs> and um i've had a wonderful four years playing here five years being here and no, I really had no regrets. I won a lot of, won a lot of games here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's more than me now. It's, it's always been more than me. It's um, about the team. It's about unit. It's about uh, progress. It's, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about yeah. pro- progression. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm just trying to leave, uh, leave an impact on the younger guys to have them be good players in the future. Good players now, but have them win games in the future, achieve things that they want to achieve and achieve their dreams and ultimately be better people. So, Ken was in a similar situation last year with like the option to come back for fifth year. Did, right. did you talk to him at all about that? No, I think we both had the same kind of yeah. mentality on it. You know, just during my time here, you know, it's kind of fulfilling when you know you've done your time 
You know, you don't get. I feel like I I haven't gotten emotional about it yet because okay. I feel like I'm. I've done my time. I've done what I'm supposed to do here, and um, now I kind of transition point to have hand the keys to the younger players. So. Yeah, I just wonder, like, do you ever think, like, well, yeah, that's true, but if we had McKinley right now, we could have done this or whatever. Yeah, you know I, I mean, mean, it's always that. Yeah. I mean, it's always that that um, that in theory question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can say that with Tyler Bay. We had Tyler Bay right now. Yeah. I mean, same right. thing. And we had Tyler Bay last year. What we <laughs> trying to team it would be. So, I mean, it's all in theory. But, um, you know, it's, it's important that you live in the world of truth. And the truth is that this team is where it's at. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. You going to have any more family out here this weekend? Uh, I have 13, 12 people out okay. here. Okay. So, uh, they're going to be loud. <laughs> Daddy force. So, yeah. Do you, okay. do you feel like you interesting you talk about that kind of big picture perspective? I mean, was some of that related to what you went through when you first came here and you had the stroke, you sat out for what half a year or whatever it was? Yeah. You had to go through a lot. Yeah, I had to go through a lot, but it's, um, you know, it's, 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 it's gratifying to have a mother that really didn't make it about, didn't make me feel sorry for myself mm-hmm. didn't allow me to feel sorry for myself and that's kind of where that mindset comes from and kind of where that big picture uh, approach and mentality comes from it's, it's, it's you know it, it, the sun rises every day yeah. it, it, it's not for nobody yeah and um you know it's important that we move on and keep things in the past and you know just Kind of live in the present, you know. Yeah. I couldn't get better at talking unless I, I talked every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I was afraid to talk. Yeah. And sometimes I would not talk at all. You know, coming coming back from my stroke. And my no, mom, like, yeah, yeah, my mom was like, and all that stuff. Yeah. talk. Like, I know you. Yeah. I know my son. <laughs> Speak to me. Yeah. And she didn't care how many times I messed up and how many times I you know, pronounced something wrong. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that it's that mentality for sure. Yeah. All right, that was Evan. Um, again, not like perfect audio quality, but if you could have heard that, Jim, you'd be pretty impressed with me right now. Um, I think that's going to do it for today. I will be back tomorrow. I'll actually be back with Dev. So it'll be me and Dev going up to Boulder to, to watch the Buffs take on Arizona tomorrow. Cross your fingers. Cross your toes, too, or anything else you can cross. Feel free to cross them and hope for the best. Um, Buffs need to play a lot better, though. As simple as that. And if they were on a six-game winning streak right now, they found a way to win that game last night, we'd have a different vibe right now. Um, But we'll see. All I can say is we will see what happens in, what, uh, exactly 24 hours till tip-off. So, uh Hopefully see you guys up in Boulder, and then if not, I'll be talking to you after the game.